Welcome, everybody, to the Hot and Cold Fantasy Football Podcast. It is your host, Grant Horch, alongside my friend, co-host, and fantasy football analyst, Alex Kreiser. Alex, what is up with you? How up, was Grant? your weekend? What's up, Grant? I'm doing good. Very sad about the NFL season ending, but we got a fun offseason coming up, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, guys, I can tell you every week, Alex and I got you guys locked and loaded. Go follow us on all the socials, TikTok at the Hot and Cold FF, Instagram FF underscore Hot underscore Cold, and on Twitter at the Hot and Cold Fantasy Football Podcast. Also, guys, leave us a voice message. You can go do it through our Instagram. Uh, you click on the link, and then it'll allow you to, you know, leave a voice message. Alex and I will answer them on future podcasts, so we're excited about that. Let's start with the Hot Take Tuesday. I'll go first. This is kind of involving two people. I think that Matthew Stafford and Justin Herbert will be two out of the three MVP candidates, and I believe that one of them, I have not decided who yet, will finish MVP. Alex, what is your hot take Tuesday? First, I want to give you my thoughts on that. I I love it. I love it. It's so it's definitely possible. Um, later in the episode, we're going to get into top 20 fantasy quarterbacks next season, so I'm definitely excited to see where you put them. All right, my hot take Tuesday. This this one's definitely questionable. Definitely questionable. I was going to do something about quarterbacks. I had it already. But then I kind of switched last minute just because I didn't know. So I, I did something quarterback but not fantasy related. Carson Wentz, as we are going to talk about. Probably shouldn't have said that, but I had to say this. Carson Wentz gets traded to my Chicago Bears and transforms back into a top 10 quarterback or in that range. I think that with the Bears, you know, our main offense is kind of quick passes, play action, run heavy. I think he can really succeed and even, you know, a little better coaching than the Eagles. And I I just think Wentz has so much potential. He was so good back in 2017 with the Eagles. So I'm definitely excited to see if he can come to Chicago. Now, I actually want to talk to you about that right now because that's, that's going to be our next topic. But now that you said that, I'm going to go – I'm going to disagree with you. I think that he really is the same thing in Philadelphia. Decent coaching, decent, mediocre. Let's just put it that way. Mediocre, a good defense. In Philadelphia, they do have a good defense. A, a decent O-line for both teams when healthy. Assuming Robinson leaves, not the best weapons for both places. Okay, tight end. You know, we have Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. They have Ertz and Goddard. And a decent running game. So how how could he be successful in Chicago and not be successful in Philadelphia? That's my question to you. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that Montgomery really sets the tone. I think Montgomery and our whole rush attack is so different than the Eagles. And I think our offensive line is very slept on. If we can use our first-round pick, assuming we have it, on an offensive line, you got James Daniels. Before he got hurt, he was a top 10 guard, I would say. And they, they looked really good. I know they were against Houston, Minnesota, all those shitty defenses, yes. But they looked really good the last six, seven games without Daniels. They get Daniels back. They get an offensive lineman in the draft, maybe get one in free agency even. I think they could potentially be a top 10 offensive line. That That's where I come from. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I mean, I, I, I think the Eagles are a top 10 line when healthy. You know, you got Lane Johnson, Brandon When Brooks. healthy. When, when healthy. They weren't healthy this year. Our, but neither was our O-line, so that's what we have to figure out. 
Um, there's a huge quarterback carousel, guys, going on in the NFL right now. And there are some more news today. The media is making a blowing it a little bit out of proportion, but it's worth talking about on the pod. Um, two things. One, Cowboys and Dak Prescott are not close to a long-term contract. Um, if they cannot get a deal done by March 9th, I believe that they will immediately franchise tag him. They don't want Dak going anywhere. Dak kind of wants a four-year deal. The Cowboys want a little bit longer. They also can't really agree on the money. Also, Dak Prescott was left out of their cow left out of the Cowboys hype video, which is a little bit interesting. I mean, it's just weird that you wouldn't have your quarterback there. Um, Alex, two things. One, I want to know uh, what your thoughts on this are, and two, what let's say Dak were to leave. What would be the best landing spot for him? I'm going to start off real quick. I think the best landing spot is the Carolina Panthers. Uh, what about you? Okay. Um, Dak's so good, so much talent. But where do I think he'll go to Atlanta? I'll start with that. Then I think what, what would I expect out of him? I do agree. I think Carolina would be the right spot. I think Chicago is very possible. I think – um, San Francisco, very possible. And I do think Washington is – I know it's in division, but he's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. I think exactly. Washington could be the best place for him. But I do think Carolina is the most realistic, if I had to guess. But Dak Prescott just came off of a, one of the worst injuries the NFL has seen, especially the worst this year, that's for sure. Yeah. And teams are going to be hesitant to pay him. He's not going to get the money he wants. But – and then again – are you really willing to take a risk on that as a Bears fan? I am. I would love to see them go pay him. But it's a huge risk for any team, including the Cowboys, to, you know, a lot a lot of players don't bounce back from that. And it's more than possible that Dak Prescott is just not the same quarterback after that injury. And I've also heard reports about Emmett Smith saying he might not come back. And I, I think it's really, really possible that he signs somewhere else this offseason. Yeah, if they don't franchise him too, and I like what you're talking about, you know, it's one of the worst injuries we've seen in sports history, for sure the worst all year. And not to spoil spoil anything, but, you know, he was on track to be the number one quarterback in fantasy this year. On my week two early rankings, I do not have him ranked in top three. So we're going to talk that talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, there's some other rumors going around at the quarterback carousel. Um, Russell Wilson is unhappy in Seattle. You know, he's taken over 40 sacks in the past nine years, the most in the NFL in the past nine years by any team, any quarterback. So that's very interesting. Seattle has been getting calls about him. They've declined all offers. But like Russell Wilson said today, I don't know if I'm available. That's up to Seattle. But it's, I mean, Alex, you think his future – um, in Seattle is very short term, or do you see him staying there uh, for the rest of his career, or do you see him going, or do you see him going somewhere and getting traded? Yeah, I think it's a little ridiculous that we're talking about this now. Obviously, we have to address it. It's you know, it's been on the news. We have to address it, but nothing's happening. No, nothing, nothing's happening. Yeah. It's just, I'm not even gonna elaborate. Short answer: Nothing is happening. Agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Here we go. We're going to recap the Super Bowl and give our thoughts. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were crowned Super Bowl champions. Brady got his seventh ring. Belichick actually is eight rings, so we'll see how that goes. Could Brady catch up to Belichick? What a good game by Tampa Bay. Todd Bowles, really the true MVP of that game. Gronk scored a few toddies. 
uh, all the people that scored touchdowns for the Bucks and points for the Bucks this in the Super Bowl were all not on the team in 2019. Tom Brady, Ryan Suckup, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, all those guys scored the points. All those guys were Bucks last year. Also, I mean, Brady's just he's just so good and they, I mean, I Todd Bowles just did such a good job of him. I, I want to give some credit to Mahomes, though. He played very good. And if you were to tell me that Mike Evans were to get one reception this game and, and Chris Godwin were to get two receptions and the Buccaneers were to win this game, I would have thought that you were ridiculous. I would not have believed it whatsoever. But, you know, we're going to talk about those three agent wideouts later because I think the Bucs need to focus on signing on re-signing Shaq Barrett, Levante David. You know, what are they going to do with Namik and Sue? Make sure that O-Lions clear up. Make sure Fournette's re-signed, in my opinion. You have to take care of Gronk and Tony Brown. I don't think they need Chris Godwin, but that's just me. Alex, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Also, can the Bucks go back to back? Um, The Super Bowl. That was the most, the worst Super Bowl we've seen in a while. Very disappointed about that. But, you know, it's all right. It's a very fun season overall. Um, first, I will answer what should the Buccaneers do this free agency and if they can go back to back. Yeah, they got a ton of free agents. They got a lot of choices to make. If they're, if they're smart, there's no question you let Chris Godwin walk. Brady doesn't need receivers. Brady makes receivers. We've learned that several times. If AB will, you know, make a short, you know, not that much deal, I think you resign AB. Yeah, definitely if he can compromise, you sign A-B, no question. But if he's asking for WR1 numbers, you cannot accept that because you, you have to pay Shaq Barrett. That's not a question. You have to pay Levante David for maybe just a one-year one deal for as long as Brady's there because you know Brady's there for at least one more year. And Leonard Fournette, I think you bring him back. I'm, I don't like paying running backs. I don't think he'll be that much money. Because he didn't really do much this season. But him and Brady really got going. And he really loves his running backs. So, definitely sign Fournette. You get Levante David. Gronk, you know, he doesn't care about the money. Resign him if he wants to come along one more time. And I think if they do all everything that I just said, they're set. Yeah, they can go back to back. I, I don't get why they can't. Their defense and their even their offense, too, only struggled for half the year because they've never played together. If they start off the year playing together, I, I, I could see them going 14-2 and and getting the one seed. I, I, I agree with that. I want to say one thing real quick. I think Fournette's clearly the best running back there. Yeah. I didn't get to decide because I don't know if they want to go running back high by committee. Two running backs, expensive. I know Rojo's not making that much, but you really have to decide what you want to do. Because I know for a fact a lot of teams are going to be going after Fournette. Fournette will get money. So that's what we have to ask ourselves. Now, guys, we are going to be going into the way-too-early top 20 fantasy quarterbacks obviously those are all conditional depending on the quarterback situation since there will be a lot of quarterbacks moving teams none of these includes rookies um i hope you guys like it remember it's way too early so don't think we're delusional uh alex i'm just gonna name my first guy then you'll name our first guy and we'll do a little bit of analysis off each player here we go my number one right now i gotta go patrick Mahomes. i think it's gonna be wait wait next. before you go before you go can we st- i say we start at 20 and go down all right bad, bad, bad. okay fine here we go I'm going to go Drew Locke at 20. I think that, you know, he didn't have Cortland Sutton the whole year. Yes, his job and his starting quarterback role with Denver is uncertain. We don't know. But 
right now, I have him at 20. I like him with Jerry Judy, Noah Fance, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, possibly Philip Lindsay. Not a bad line, above average O line. Uh, Pat Shermer's the OC. I like Drew Locke at 20. Alex, what about you? Yeah, I'll see. I have rookie quarterbacks, and I know you don't, but I'm not going to change it. I got a few rookies, but at 20, I just said it. I got Carson Wentz. I think, like I said, he could be top 10, top 15, but we don't know what team he's going to be in. He could be in the Eagles with that terrible wide receiver core, or he can be with the Panthers with that stacked wide receiver core. So we don't exactly know, but I had to I had to put some recognition just because I think there's so much talent in Carson Wentz that people are forgetting about. So 20, Carson Wentz, you know, this could easily go up or down. 19, I'm going to go Danny Dimes. I know the Giants mm. are putting all of their – they're putting everything into Daniel Jones right now. They believe that he is their guy. So I believe that they're going to either go out and draft Devontae Smith, draft Jalen Waddell, draft Jamar Chase, or sign Kenny Galladay, sign Allen Robinson, sign one of those big receivers, which I believe will help Daniel Jones. Plus, he's Evan Ingram, who's the most overrated tight end in the league. And I think they have a young defense who will be a top defense next year. Just stay tuned what Alex and I have to say about that later in the season. So I'm going to go Danny Dimes, plus with a healthy Saquon. I'm going Danny Dimes at 19, Alex. Who are you going here? Yeah, I like that. Um, This is another one. This could easily go way lower, way up. I got Joe Burrow. I have a lot of doubts about Joe Burrow. I'm going to get into maybe for Hot Take Tuesday next week. But he's still a talented quarterback and has a really good wide receiver core, a really good running back. And we're definitely going to shop, maybe get Panay in the drop, and that would really help. And, you know, you saw the impact that Tristan Wirfs did for the Buccaneers. Maybe that could happen with um with Panay. We will see. But I think Joe Burrow, depending on, you know, his injury could lead him to being out half the season. Or, But I think if he starts week one, plays the whole season, he finishes as a top 20 fantasy quarterback. 18, I'm going Teddy Bridgewater. Um, with those weapons, I mean, you can't do you can't do that bad in fantasy. I mean, you have to finish as a top twenty quarterback with an average O line. You got those weapons. You don't know about Curtis Samuel yet, Sir Curtis Samuel, but at least you have DJ Moore and Robbie. You got C Mac, and I think that's other interesting. Obviously, they have an early pick and draft. Could they go after Kyle Pitts, which would be great for Teddy's value, or whoever the quarterback is in? Carolina. Now, I don't even know if it's me, Teddy Bridgewater, to be honest with you, but whoever ends up as that quarterback um, in, in Carolina, they're going to be 18 or up. Like, I, they can possibly go up to 13, 8, somewhere around that range if it's a really good landing spot. You have all those weapons. So I'm going Teddy Bridgewater, 18. Alex, who are you going? Yeah, I like the, that one. This one's a little similar. Nah, kind of. Justin Fields. I know you said no rookies, but. Justin Fields, um, we don't really know where he's going to land up, but I think it's really down between New York and Atlanta. If he lands in Atlanta, then it, it, let's just say this. Whoever the Jets quarterback, assuming they draft the quarterback, whoever it is, even if it's Sam Darnold, I think that the defense is, continues to suck, which is really good from a fantasy perspective. I think Crowder has another great year, and I think um, Denzel Mims really steps up and I think they get, like, an Aaron Jones who really helps out. So, I really feel like he's going to, you know, whoever that quarterback is, Justin Fields, that would be the preferred. But even if it's Sam Darnold or Zach Wilson or I don't know, who knows. But Trey Lance, whoever it is, I think they definitely cracked the top 18 list. Now, Alex, I know you're going to be surprised when I say this. It's 17. 
I'm going to go Tua Tagovailoa. This is why. I'm one of the biggest Tua haters, but assuming he is the starting quarterback in Miami, I mean, they're going to do everything they can to make sure Tua is successful. You've got Miles Gaskin. You've got Jusecki. There's a very good connection there, and I guarantee you, Miles, I guarantee you, Jusecki will finish off as the top five tight end. We'll talk about that later in the show. An average O-line, they're really building around that. Um, they don't. The weapons aren't there hundred percent. Like you have Avante Parker, you have Preston Williams. We loved targeting before, but I know for a fact, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I'm not, they do. They draft, um, they draft Avante Smith at the three. They draft Jamar Chase. They draft Jalen Waddle, or they go out and get someone. So that's going to be the most interesting thing right now. I'm going to have two at 17. We'll see. Yeah. Like it. You'll see where two falls on my list. He's definitely in there. 17, I have Taysom Hill. I love Taysom Hill. I think he could easily crack the top 10. But that's, you know, we don't know if he's going to be the starter for the Saints. We don't know how their offensive line is going to look due to their over-the-cap situation. And, you know, they could even, you know, Taysom Hill's got a pretty pretty nice pretty nice contract himself. So we really don't know. But he's got the really good rushing attack. You're going to see about a rushing touchdown a game. And with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, you can't really go wrong. Then again, it's just like the last three I said. This can easily, easily go up due to, like, what happens in the offseason. I like that. Here we go. It's 16. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield here. Um, for me, I think that he was becoming – I had more trust in Baker Mayfield throughout the playoffs. I thought that he really stepped up, you know. You have that running game. They're always going to rely on the run. You know, he has Austin Hooper there, a great O-line. We'll see what they do with that wide receiver position, if they draft someone, if they let Odell leave. But So we'll see. I'm going to put Baker at 16. I think, you know, I'm not going to draft him as a one or anything. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I'm getting Baker as my quarterback. But he's a reliable QB, too, if you have someone on buy. And he's a top 20 fantasy football wide receiver. Alex, who are you going at that 16th spot? Here we go. Tua Tungavailoa. Pretty much everything you said. They're going to do everything. Brian Flores loves Tua, assuming he's the starting quarterback next season. He loves him. He's going to do everything to make him successful. They're going to get Devonta Smith, most likely. They're going to... And then, yeah, like you said, you got Gaskin and Gasicki. A second year with them, totally going to help. Devontae Parker is really solid. Really good wide receiver, in my opinion. And they could even chop for someone in the offseason, the offensive lineman, to really, to really help him in the pocket where where he's the best at. So I'm excited to see what Tua can be. Again, can easily top crack top 10 if assuming he gets Devontae Smith in a good O-line. So excited for that. 15, I'm going to go Matt Ryan here because I remember when Ryan Tannehill's first year as Arthur Smith, he uh, went off. He finishes the top 10 fantasy, fantasy, not fantasy wide receiver, fantasy quarterback. And ever since, you know, he had Arthur Smith, he was doing great, you know. So, and with these weapons, like, he's better weapons. Arthur Smith has more weapons to work with in Atlanta than he did in Tennessee. So, from a fantasy standpoint for Matt Ryan, I think this is very good for him getting Arthur Smith. So, I'm going to go Matt Ryan to 15. And honestly, that could possibly even move up if he doesn't get traded. I'm very happy about Arthur Smith landing in Atlanta. Alex, you go, who you taking at 15? Yeah, I think this may be a little low. But I got Tom Brady. I think he does have, you know, some shaky games again next season. I know I said they could go 14-2. But 
I do see him having maybe a shaky start. And then again, he has no rushing value, and they're really going to try to, I think, even more this year to get the rushing game going. You know, 15 could be a little low, but his ceiling is like 10, 9, 8. That's his ceiling, so this isn't that crazy for me to do this. So 15, TB12, the GOAT. Here we go. 14, I'm going Tannehill, you know. I have Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill right next to each other. I don't know how Matt Ryan's going to – not Matt Matt Ryan. I don't know how Ryan Tannehill is going to do with this new OC, but we'll see. Um, I think he's still going to be a top-20 quarterback, and I still think – I still think he'll be good. So I'm going to go Matt Ryan here at 14. Not Matt Ryan, Ryan Channel, 14. All right, 14. You know, I had Trevor Lawrence at 14, but I forgot a certain someone. You said his name. So I got Trevor Lawrence and Baker Mayfield both at 14. I'll start off with Baker. Like you said, he's really solid. A breakout season is more than possible, which could add him to the top 10. But... And with that rushing attack, there's no reason why he can't do good next season. But then again, the rushing attack is another reason he could struggle a bit in fantasy. They're really a ground and pound, especially in the red zone. So that's I, I don't see him going past like the eighth slot, and I don't see him going below like the fifteenth slot. Net because yeah yeah go ahead yeah because you know he'll be the immediate starter exactly you you know what and and we know what he's capable of being you know. A really solid quarterback. Not going to turn over the ball. Going to be really solid. Good decision-making. All right, and I also have Trevor Lawrence. I think with how bad that Jacksonville defense is and how good James Robinson is, how good DJ Chark is, and even Chenault's really solid, I just think he has a really good fantasy year. Maybe not the best rookie year, but a really good fantasy year, similar to Justin Herbert. I did like what you said about that. I think that was very interesting. I really liked where you ranked him there, especially if they can get another wide out somehow. I like that. Here we go. At 13, I'm going to go Tom Brady. Um, I know I have him a little bit lower than you do. I like him. You know, he has all those weapons there. And he finished off as a top – what did he finish? Did he finish top 10, right? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. So, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, now he has a year – under his belt in Tampa. So I like him for the full season. I'm going Tom, but I don't really trust him as a, as a quarterback one if you're in, like, a 10-person league. I'd rather have him as a quarterback two or have, like, a quarterback committee. You know, you draft Jalen Hurts, but you also have Tom Brady, something like that. Alex, who you go? Yeah, that's funny. You just said his name. I got Jalen Hurts at 13. Assuming he's the starter with the Eagles – um, they could get Jamar Chase in the draft, and Dallas Goddard is really solid. And their defense, you know, it was it definitely has a lot of potential, but it really sucked towards the end of last year. And if their defense can be really bad, and, you know, we saw the last, you know, three games when he started, he had like a 400-yard game. He is so capable of a monster fantasy year. I would, if everything was confirmed or what I just said, top eight for sure. He's got the crazy good you know he was running the ball 15 20 times a game with that floor of you know 80 yards rushing and a touchdown he's got a lot of potential to build on I love Jalen Hurts flat next year definitely a quarterback I'm going to be targeting in a lot of drafts but then again can't put him higher due to offseason questions yeah that's why you know everything we have is conditional right now um here we go I had 13 for Tom Brady I'm gonna go Matthew Stafford at 12 um, I really like him. He's a good O-line. They're going to pound it with Cam Akers and obviously has those weapons with Cooper Cup. 
you know, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Josh Reynolds. I know Alex and I are very high on Josh Reynolds and Van Jefferson. We'll talk about that later um, in the offseason. You know, there's also Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. You have that good defense, obviously, of one of the best play callers in the league, uh, as Sean McVay, and also possibly even Marlon, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. to join him. We'll see. I'm going to go Matthew Stafford at 12. Yeah, really good point. I'll get into where I have Stafford in a bit. 12, I got Kirk Cousins. He is so possible to be top 10, but we kind of know his ceiling. He hasn't really done anything, like, spectacular. He's been really solid the last three years, but not spectacular. I'm at 12, which is a lot higher than he's been, you know, his whole career. How can how can it go wrong? Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dak, I mean, in Delvin Cook. And now they got... Now they're going to build on that offensive line for sure. And the defense is still going to suck next year. I know, I know Dantzler, some of those guys have, you know, another year, you know, the very young secondary they had last season. But their defense is not going to be above average. They're going to be average at best. And he's going to get a lot of garbage time like he did this year. And then again, a second year with Justin Jefferson is really going to help. So big year for Kirk Cousins, for him, I guess. At 11, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers here, you know. Yes, we don't know the future of what, where he's going to be, but I think he'll be in Green Bay. You know, you have that great alignment. Just resigned Bakhtiari. I am worried. I think they got to go out and make sure they have Corey Lindsay locked in. Uh, they can possibly have Devin Funchess back or get another wide. You know, Devin Funchess opt out, and he was going to opt it out. He was going to be, a, wouldn't say a big part, but he was going to be their reliable wide receiver too. With alongside Devontae Adams. And honestly, we don't know the future of Aaron Jones. I don't think Aaron Jones will be a Packer next year. So I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers at 11. Even though he was a top 10, you know, fantasy football quarterback last year, I see a little bit of regression in Rodgers. Damn. Typical Bears fan doubting Rodgers. They don't blame you. Right. At 11, I got my boy, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, Ryan Tannehill, with Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown. I know they might not have Corey Davis next. Near or Johnny Smith, he's still such a talented quarterback, easily a top 10 quarterback, in my opinion, potentially top eight. But in fantasy, he doesn't have that much of a rushing upside. You know, he's definitely a threat in the red zone. And, you know, he's got a really good red zone receiver in a uh, really good red zone offense. Amazing head coach. You can't really go wrong with Ryan Tannehill. You know, his floor is like top 15. So, not a quarterback that I'm exactly targeting. There's so many quarterbacks that have, you know, more boom potential than him because he's not going to be like a top seven, top eight fantasy quarterback. You know, he's going to finish somewhere between like eight and like 13. So, you know, a really solid, you know, high end QB two. I like that. I like that. Here we go. Number 10, I'm going to go Joe Burrow. I know you had him a little bit higher. I know you had your doubts about Burrow. But I think they all all this guy needs is help from this O line. He got injured because how bad the O line is. You know, you draft an AC Will, you give him some time. You give him time to make those throws. You know, we had a great connection on Tyler Boyd. Boyd could possibly be a wide receiver one this year. Same with T. Higgins. Not to overdo it, but I'm very I I'm very highly about those guys. I really like them going forward, especially this upcoming season, and Joe Mixon. So I'm going to go Joe Burrow at 10. Alex, who are you going? Yeah, I got Matthew Stafford at 10. You know, we, I do have a few questions about, you know, Matthew Stafford does not exactly suit the L.A. offense with a lot of play action and a lot of short balls. So Sean McVay, who's one of the best coaches in the league, is going to have to find a way to, you know, kind of change their offense for Matthew Stafford. Not change, but, 
readjust, add more deep balls, add more, add a little less play action, more just pocket passes. And if Sean McVay can do that, which I expect he will, Matthew Stafford, definitely top 10 quarterback. Like you said, MVP candidate, totally agree. One of the most talented quarterbacks in the league and has been for the last decade. Really excited to see what he can do in a good team. But another doubt they have is how good their defense is. A good defense is never a good case for a fantasy quarterback. So that's the only reason to have him a 10 instead of like seven, six. Number nine, we go Joe, not Joe Burrow. Number nine, we go Jalen Hurts. I know you had him a little bit higher up. This guy was averaging around 25 fantasy points in the three games he played, around 80 rushing yards. I'm very highly, I, I, I'm not very highly, I really like Jalen Hurts going forward. I, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that they will not draft um, a wide receiver. I mean, how could you, I cannot see them not drafting wide receiver Alex. I just think that if they don't draft somebody, they go out in free agency and get somebody. And spoiler alert, Alex and I are going to do in a couple of weeks wide receivers that we want to see land um, in different on different teams. But um, I want to see Chris Godwin go to Philadelphia. So we'll see how that goes. Alex, you putting it in. Yeah, yeah, also to add on what I said and you said, but we both forgot I said, they got a second year with the first-round pick, Jalen Rieger, who's still a really talented wide receiver. So we can see what he can do. All right, number nine. I got – this may be a little too low. I may – be a little disrespecting him. Russell Wilson, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league without a question. But then again, so many doubts with their offensive line and so many doubts, you know, it's got to suck playing playing for that offensive line. It gets, it gets repetitive for Russell Wilson. And I think their defense takes the next step, maybe becomes a top 10 defense. And I think that, that can also lower his ceiling. And, you know, there's just nothing special in him. I just... It's really nothing against him. It's more of the guys in front of him is how I see it. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go Russell Wilson at number eight. I know you have him at number nine, but here's the thing. You know, Russell Wilson is frustrated with that O-line. He's, honestly, he's just – he can't – he's not that happy with Seattle right now. So I think Seattle's really going to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, yeah, Russ is our guy. We need to do what we need to do to make him happy. They're going to protect Russ. He's going to have more time in the pocket. You know, they're going to do what they need to do to make Russ happy and make him successful in Seattle. And, and they need to do what they got to do to get Seattle to that next step to the conference finals or championship or Super Bowl. So that's what Seattle needs to do. So I think that involves Russell Wilson being a top eight fantasy football quarterback. Alex, who are you going at number eight? Yeah, I'm also doubting this guy. You doubted him heavily, but I'm also doubting him. Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Jones, that's another loss in the pass game. With A.J. Dillon who's, or Jamal Williams, who are really just running running backs, is definitely going to lower his value. Um, they're going to really try to incorporate the run game. You know, they incorporate a ton this season, but even more next season. And if they don't get Lindsey back, if David Bakhtiarty is not the same, you could see a little, you know, questionable offensive line play. You know, they were, their offensive line wasn't exactly great against Tampa, so – some doubts there for sure. But then again, if they go out and trade for like Julio Jones or like, I don't know, they get like Kenny Galladay or Alan Rutten and Alan Rutten, but someone big, he could easily finish top five. But then again, there's no rushing value. All seven guys that I have in front of him have a ton of rushing value. And I think that's so big in fantasy, especially, you know, the last couple of years, we've really seen the best quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes have a lot of rushing abilities. I like that. 
My number seven ranked quarterback, Alex, this is where you're gonna give me a lot of hatred. So I'm gonna get a lot of hate later. I can I'm already I already feel it coming, but this is where it gets really controversial. Number seven, I'm gonna go Josh mm. Allen. All mm. I'm gonna say to that is that I like those the six other quarterbacks I have ahead of him just better than Josh Allen. Alex, who are you going at seven? Yeah, this one easily could be top three. But I got Dak Prescott. Again, pretty much identical to what I said earlier. We don't know how it's going to be with his leg. That injury was so bad. And then again, we don't know what team he's going to be on. If he, I don't know, somehow, it's not going to happen. But let's say he lands on, like, New York or Chicago. He will not be a top-five quarterback, fantasy-wise, in those places. So, But if he can end up in, like, Carolina, top five. Dallas, again, top five, no question. But I'm very hesitant. I'm not too sure if he's going to stay with Dallas. So excited to see what happens there. I'm going Dak Prescott at number six. So he was on track to be the number one fantasy football quarterback. I said it earlier in the podcast, but it's always a huge risk taking someone that comes off of a catastrophic injury. So that's why I'm moving him back five slots. I do still like him better than Josh Allen. So I'm going to go Dak Prescott at number six, assuming he stays in Dallas with those weapons and everything. Alex, yeah, you're going at six. this one. The guy that I always doubt, you already know who it is, Lamar Jackson. He's going to have another slow start. You're definitely going to see another slow start, but he's definitely going to turn around like he did last year, except a little earlier. A little earlier. He's definitely going to struggle the first six games is what I see, but he's going to be huge later in the season, right when you need him to be. And, you know, no quarterback has rushing ability like him. You can't really – I know he finishes the quarterback eleven. But going into next year, you can't not have him at least top eight. So I get him six. You know, he could easily be one. He has the ability to be one, and he has the ability to be eight. Anywhere between there, I don't see. And if they can pick up Chris Godwin, Kenny Godwin, Allen Robinson, maybe that's all he needs. Maybe maybe he has one of the best arms in the league but can't do it. Obviously, I don't believe that. But that's more than possible. I can't get that out of the picture. So excited to see where Lamar can go, and maybe I'll stop doubting him next year. Yeah, all these guys could really For be sure. one that are in the top seven. You know, these are just our way too early rankings. You know, right before the season starts, Alex and I will do our big mock draft, which we're very excited about. But at number five, I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Um, I have some guys that I like ahead of him. I know Alex is one of your favorite players, if not your favorite players. So I know you're going to disagree with me on this one. But I'm going to go Kyler five, Alex. Five, I get Deshaun Watson again. I can't, I can't put up top three when I don't know what team he's going to be on. If he's on Houston, he's going to be around that five slot pretty much everywhere. I don't see him. I, I thought about, like, every single place he's going to be on. And if he finishes outside the top five, there's no way. There's no way. He has so much talent. And all he needs is – he doesn't really need any wide receiver. You know, And all he needs is just an average O-line. You know, last season he had the worst O-line in the league. In some games he didn't have Cooks or Fuller and still played great games. So – he could definitely finish top three if he can just be in a half-decent team. Even with Houston, I could see him finishing at five. See, that's very interesting. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson at the four. I know you had him a little bit um, farther back. This is my reasoning for that. You know, Lamar finished off as the QB nine. Huge, disappointing season. Very Not huge, very disappointing season for Lamar Jackson. He did step up in the playoffs, to say the least. But in the regular season, you know, he just didn't really get it going. But in the playoffs, he was putting up – Great, great, great numbers. Top two quarterback numbers. But I just think they're going to get him some help there. I mean, that's what I'm thinking right now. I mean, I think they're going to get Kelly Gall- Kenny Galladay. Allen Robinson's the big guy. I do think he'll end up in Baltimore if he doesn't stay in Chicago. 
or Will Fuller, Juju, one of those guys I like, and I think he will be, I think will be teamed up with Lamar Jackson there in Baltimore. So that's why I have Lamar Jackson at four. Yeah, I have him also a little bit lower. You had him way low. I'd have him lower than people expect. I got Josh Allen at four. Again, there's nothing, you know, he has a, he's going to have a huge season. Definitely no question. If I had to make an MVP list, he would definitely be top five. No question. But that defense is going to be really good next year, and that's going to that's gonna definitely make me doubt a lot. And if they can't get the run game going, he could definitely have some midseason struggles again. You know, last season he definitely had a few bad games. Some inconsistency in Josh Allen, that's for sure. And the three guys I have higher, I just love them so much. Can't put Josh Allen above them. But expecting a huge season of Josh Allen. Worth uh early fourth-round pick. Number three for me is Justin Herbert. Um, I know I told you guys he's one of my MVP candidates, if not the MVP. He put up top eight fantasy football quarterback numbers. Just insane. Best rookie season we've seen in a while for a quarterback. Possibly the best rookie season we've seen of all time. Assuming they re-sign Hunter Henry, Eckler's going to be back healthy. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams. They could possibly draft somebody with their pick. I'm very excited about the future of Justin Herbert, especially for fantasy. Alex, who do you have? I got Justin Herbert three as well. You said it all, pretty much. You know, you got Keenan, you got Eckler. Even if they don't have Herbert, they're going to get a solid tight end, and he's going to make a solid tight end if they don't. And if they can definitely improve that offensive line just a tiny bit. And also, my only doubt is the reason I don't have him one is their defense could be above average next season. If they get they get Derwin James healthy, they still got Joey Bosa. Their defense, you know, they can just stay out of the top ten defense. He'll be right where I had him. But if their defense can somehow crack the top 10 list and really, you know, have a few shutdown games, he could for sure finish in the top 10. But I'm expecting a massive season out of Justin Herbert. And then again, he could be too overhyped next season where I don't want to spend the draft pick. But I'm hoping his ADP is around the fifth, sixth round. That's where I would love to take him, even fourth round. Number two, I'm going to go to Sean Watson. I know you had a little bit, you had him farther back. This is my reasoning for him. He finishes the quarterback four last season under Houston. Yes, he's, he's very frustrated. So if he gets traded, these are the spots you're looking at. You're looking at Carolina, San Fran. Those are some spots. Indianapolis, Chicago, all of these places I think he could be successful. New England, Denver, which is a really, very big one. My top there right now, Carolina, San Fran, Denver, those places are very possible for him to go to if he gets traded. And if he goes to Carolina, per se, or, you know, San Fran or Denver, I think he could honestly be the best quarterback in fantasy football right now with all those weapons there. Yeah, I'm going to say two and one. Number two, I got Patty Mahomes. Um, There's no reason why he can't be one. It's just, again, you know, I expected it this year. It didn't happen to them. Incorporate the run game. I know – it only makes sense for them to do it, but they're not going to. I don't know why. But it's Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey Hill. There's nothing to question. Easily going to be top five, assuming no injuries or nothing. Hopefully that turf toe is nothing big. If he can come back healthy as ever, definitely going to be up there. Number one, I got Kyler Murray, my boy. I know maybe a little biased, but I don't see why not. Um, He has DeAndre Hopkins, receivers. He's definitely got those. You know, even if they don't have Kenyon Drake, they're still going to have Chase Edmonds, who's a really good receiving back. They work on that offensive line, for sure. Maybe use their first-round pick on it. Another doubt that I have is that their defense is going to be too good. Definitely a doubt of mine. But 
I'd be really shocked. I know I said it for a hot take, but then again, that's a hot take. That's not exactly what I think is going to happen. If I really had to guess, I would guess that their defense is average. Again, huge numbers out of Kyler Murray. And if Cliff is the, you know, coach, you know, obviously I would love to see him go. But his whole offense is kind of just Kyler do your thing. Is And, you know, when Kyler does his thing, he does his thing. He goes off. So, huge, huge, huge year out of Kyler Murray for sure. He was the quarterback too next year. Haha, I mean, I can't really say that he's going to get worse. So, I'm excited for that. Quarterback one, I'm going Mahomes. No explanation for that. He's just insane. You know, he's going to try to do his best to get back to the Super Bowl. So we'll see if he can do it. Alex, do you want to name a few honorable mentions real quick? Honorable mentions. So now names the few that you didn't list yeah. that you can see and end up. Yeah, in for sure. Got a few Trey Lance. He's got a really good rushing ability. Then again, we have no idea what team he's going to be on top to put on. You know, you said both these guys. I didn't say him. You know, Locke and Joe Burrow. Not Joe Burrow. Locke and Daniel Jones with Saquon and with uh, all the weapons Drew Locke has. I could definitely see big seasons out of them. Depending, you know, Mitch could end up in San Francisco. If he can end up in San Francisco with Ayuk, Debo, Mostert, Kittle, there's no reason why he can't be a top 20 fantasy quarterback. He looked really good at the end of next year. Um, No others come to mind. I to- There's totally guys that I'm not thinking of that could crack top 20. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm really excited to see what happens this offseason. You know, James Winston, he's a fantasy freak. He can totally crack it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, mine were Kirk Cousins, you know, Derek Carr, Derek Carr yeah. possibly Jared Goff, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Jameis, Trey Lance. I do think Trey Lance could be the offensive rookie of the year. A little bit of a hot take, but we'll say that for another week, just because I think he's like Carson Wentz. He might be the most quarterback. He might be the most NFL-ready quarterback coming out of college, at least just for this year. So we'll see about that, guys. I know you guys have been loving the podcast recently. Alex and I are one of the only shows that are continuing throughout the off season. So go follow us on all the socials, TikTok at the hot and cold FF, Instagram at underscore hot underscore cold. And on Twitter at the hot and cold fantasy football podcast, guys, make sure you guys go tell a friend to tell a friend. It's been your boy, Grant and Alex.